We are the Coin Boys, your average everyday crypto bros. That's right. It's Andy, producer BTW, or they like to call me producer by the way, but the Very BTW good. for Twitter. Yes. What's up, Daddy Goods? What's up, man? You're sounding so sexy right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just a, you know, we've had a busy week. Uh, I'm not sure when we're uh, going to be posting this episode. Yeah, exactly, we've had a, a lot of things Just came on. off of WCC, a world crypto concept. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, if you haven't checked out that episode, go back and check it out. It's Yeah. You, you learn a lot from a lot of different things. It's our longest episode. It's about S- just two hours. So if you're still with us, thank you so much. Well, it includes 17 interviews. We expect you to listen to it over time. Or as Andy put it on the on the podcast, over 16 interviews. <laughs> Just to be safe because I didn't know if it was 17. Which was awesome. Anyway, I have an awesome episode to introduce to everybody. Uh, gaming-centric, of course. Daniel and I have been looking out and, and trying to find companies and people in the gaming space so we can get more gaming-centric episodes. Right, Daniel? Yeah, absolutely. And and, and the beautiful thing about this one is he's independent. It's just uh, uh, somebody that we've met online who who happens to be doing this. So um, what I like about this one is is he's very true, honest in the decisions that they're making because it's an independent gaming. They're not trying to do their own blockchain. They're trying to use the technology that's out there right now. So it's really cool. Um, for those of you who have not heard of us, we are we used to be the average everyday crypto bros, but really we're more informative. More informative now. Um, but the uh, the one thing that we didn't have a chance to talk about was people who are just doing this for fun. Like, what kind of trials and tribulations do they go through? Yeah, and uh, so we're going to be talking to David Hopper, who uh, is a part of War Dog Gaming. And uh, what they're doing is they're trying to make blockchain-based video games using not their own blockchain, but using other blockchains. And they, they want to focus on Ethereum, obviously. But in this interview, he tells you about his trials with other blockchains and why he didn't go with those as opposed to Ethereum. Also, they make Flash games that are right on their website because they're like, you know, since we're trying to make these blockchain games, we can at least offer some fun, silly games on our website. So there's actually one that I like on there. and We talk about it. We talk about it. Uh, but... Enjoy this gaming-centric episode with David Hopper from War Dog Gaming. In 2016, one of my uncles actually started talking to me about about Bitcoin and, and uh, mining, and you know, I'd, I'd heard the name. You know, um, it's it had been on my radar uh, for for a few years before that, um, but I wasn't really super interested in it uh, until he started telling me about. You know, he was doing a little bit of mining, but he's also doing a little bit of um, speculating. Like, you know, he would try and buy low and, and sell back high and, and buy low. And he, he had some mild success with that. And he was excited about it, wanted to share it with me. Uh, so I kind of, I got a little bit and, um, you know, started looking into like uh, uh, cloud mining and stuff because the hardware mining, I just, I've never been much of a hardware guy. Um, you know, I don't even own a computer. So, <laughs> uh, you know, so I started looking into cloud mining and, and um, you know, and I, I got into a couple of bad ones, but I got into a couple that lasted for a while and they were they were profitable. Um, but I didn't really get super into cryptocurrency until uh, last year, right around November, December, when when the big Bitcoin craze was happening. You know, everyone was talking about Bitcoin again all of a sudden, you know, and so I didn't buy it back then. Yeah, I, I didn't buy it back then because I've been around long enough to know that you don't buy in the middle of a bull run. 
Right. Correct. <laughs> you it. made you, a good you, decision. Uh, Congratulations, smart, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But, uh, you know, it did make me start looking at it again. So then, uh, you know, January and February, I found uh, this YouTuber called The Oracle. And he was talking about all these lending platforms. That sounded very, very similar to the cloud mining uh, that I was used to. You know, so I went ahead and, and, and got in on some of those. And, and I did not make a profit on anything I got into in January or February. Yeah, I would, uh, but then shortly that after sense. that, yeah, shortly after that, I uh, started seeing all these like Ethereum DAP games. You know, the proof of weak hands, proof of weak math, uh, proof of stablecoin, proof of this, proof of that. Uh, you know, and, and all that was very exciting to me because I've been playing video games since I was a kid. And the one thing I love about video games is like, you know, you can develop strategies and stuff like that. I've always been a big like war strategy gamer. Um, and so for me, I looked at it like, you know, numbers, you can make strategies, you can get your break even points, you can get your, you know, reinvest points. When are you going to pull your dividends? I'll, you know, it just, it just ticked all the right boxes for me. So I fell in love with them. Makes sense. Um, like, what was the what was the strategy game that got you hooked that you can remember? The first strategy game that that got me hooked was uh, Warcraft Two. Oh, the same you. uncle that got me the same uncle that got me into Bitcoin. Uh, he li he's lived in Denver for a while, and I I grew up in Michigan. Um, so he got me into this game, and it was a way for us to to stay connected and play together. Was with this game Warcraft, uh, and it was just it was a blast. But you know, and then the rest of like. Uh, Age of Empires, Command and Conquer, all that, all that. I was all into all that stuff. Right, I, I see the kind of games you yeah, like. Yeah, those, those are those the ones are... that we got into as well. You know, I, I played Warcraft, I loved it, and then when Starcraft came out, I was like, oh god. I started playing people oh. online, and I was in over my head. These people were so good. I was yeah. like, I must be really dumb because <laughs> I suck at these games. <laughs> so, oh man, I, I I probably sunk a couple thousand hours into Starcraft. I'm sure you uh, did. If throughout you're... the years. Wow, if you know that game is still going strong for, and there's still esports and tournaments for that game. It's unbelievable. In Asia, oh, yeah. it's huge. I have a chance. You I have can a still chance. play that game, guys. <laughs> Could win millions of dollars. Yeah, I actually never really got into StarCraft Two because that came out when I was active duty, um, and I didn't really have a whole lot of time for, for games back then, and I also didn't have a computer. Yeah, at that time, those are the so, two main things that you would need to play those games. Yeah, <laughs> so I never got into StarCraft Two, but I loved the original. Man, I, I spent a lot of time playing that. Awesome. Um, so, so yeah, the Ethereum dad games just kind of ticked all the right boxes for me because obviously it wasn't a, you know, build little armies and go uh, marauding. Yeah. But it just, it just, it just, it just clicked with me. So I loved them, um, and that's what really got me really into crypto. And I started looking into the development end of things. Um, I actually was blessed to be invited to join a team called Warpig Innovations. Uh, Crypto Country Boy on YouTube uh, got a hold of me, so they liked my videos, and we started talking and developed a rapport and a friendship. And about a month later, he asked me to join WPI. Nice. Um, so I did. And I absolutely love being part of WPI. It's a great group of guys. <clears throat> um, we actually all just recently got a chance to meet each other face-to-face. -face. Um, for me, it was the first time meeting most of them was actually at the uh, world crypto convention last week yeah the one where the uh, one yeah we just, everybody was there man yeah, yeah uh, it, was, it was insane it was but that's it's always cool we got to also meet a bunch of people that are in the what are uh, what we call our satoshi droppers um that we had not you know had a chance to meet and it's just like we 
And these are people we, we met had, on Twitter. Yeah, and we had known each other for like the longest time. Uh, yeah, it felt really interesting. Yes, it was. It was. It was a. <laughs> it was a little weird, you know, actually meeting these people <laughs> for the first time. Sure, you know, people that you feel like you already know, and then you finally actually meet them. You know, and they're pretty much the same guy. You know, maybe a little bit different in person. Uh, yeah. Just because there's there is no barrier. Yeah, you know? exactly. You know? but, That's true. But uh, it was really really cool. It was it was a. Uh, I would say it's a once in a lifetime opportunity, but we're going to be doing many more of those meet and greets. So. Oh, that's awesome! That's nice. Really cool. Yeah. So, so you got what? What did you get um, into first? Did we, were you doing YouTube content, or were you doing game development first for for the space? Uh, I did YouTube content first, and I actually didn't even want to make a YouTube channel. <laughs> okay. What, um, what caused that? I have a well. I have a couple of buddies out here. They're also into cryptocurrency. Um. You know, so we were all talking and we were all in the same lending platforms and stuff like that. Uh, but these guys were just kind of, I just want to buy it. And then I don't really know what to do after that. So I'm like, okay, well, here's, you know, several options. You know, here's how many you got, blah, blah, blah. You know, just, I'm, I'm a numbers guy. I'm, I'm a numbers nerd. Always have been. Math just makes sense to me. Um, you know, so I was helping them out with that. And these guys were like, you should start a YouTube channel and just put strategies out and possible scenarios and things to do. Wow. You know, because I was also teaching them, you know, kind of like equations and stuff like that, you know, okay. and, and I was like, nah, I'm not a YouTuber. <laughs> like, no way. Not me. Um, but they they kind of pushed me, you know, which in a good way, you know, good supportive friends. Um, they finally kept badgering me to make a YouTube channel. So I finally just did it. Uh, and I'm very glad I did because, you know, my channel was just, it started off as just being like a how to make strategies and, and different things that you could do with these lending platforms and these dat games and all this, that, and the other, you know, um, and it, it, it just kind of grew from there into something completely different. Like if I, if you'd told me six months ago that I would be doing what I'm doing today, I would have told you, there's no way that's not me. <laughs> you know, I'm not that guy. Um, but it's been, it's been an amazing journey, you know, and it all started because these guys kind of pushed me into making a YouTube channel. Well, nice. nice. So, so now you're at War Dogs. Yep. What uh, what is War Dog? Can you introduce that to our audience and just tell us what you guys are trying to do? So War Dogs Gaming, we are a video game development site. We're trying to put all of our games on the blockchain. So right now we're focusing more on the, I want to say traditional, but it's really not. But the uh, like the Ethereum based games that are currently available, that's what we're we're kind of focusing on now. We are also releasing some browser-based gaming that are not on the blockchain just because we're also gamers. We like playing games, you know, so we have one of our one of our uh, coders. She's just making browser-based gaming right now so people have something to play. And then we have another team on the background working on big Ethereum projects. Yeah, we, we played so a couple of the... like handless, uh, handless millionaire. <laughs> handless millionaire. Yep, handless millionaire, yeah. That's it's, actually a really funny one. just... It's cute. It's really fun. I see. So yeah. as you're working on the blockchain games, which I know is something that a lot of people are working on developing, uh, you have like these fun little games. So, you know, that, I think that's pretty cool. I was going to ask you about uh, Handless Millionaire. How did that come up? How did you guys come up with that one? <laughs> um, actually, it was a, another one. So our team is working on the Ethereum blockchain game. One of those guys said, hey, I've been messing around with a small little project. Just kind of wanted to get your feedback on it. And it was Handless Millionaire, you know. Um, and so we started playing. We're like, man, this is really fun. You know, this is just, it's just silly fun, you know. And he was like, yeah, it's kind of just something I just 
I threw up. I'm not really sure where I want to go with it. You know, and I was like, well, do you have to go anywhere with it? It could just be a silly, fun game. And he was like, yeah, I guess it could be. And then he's like, well, would you want to put it up on the website? I'm like, yeah, let's put it up. (laughs) Give people something to play, you know? Yeah, it's it's simple. Uh, The concept is simple and it's fun. Simple. Uh, I like it. Both of them. Uh, so what kind of games are you guys looking out to put under under War Dogs? The first phase is going to be the Ethereum-based blockchain games, and that's uh, not necessarily like the proof-of-style games, but uh, more of like the the, um, the doubler pay lines, the idler games, um, the quote-unquote mining games, the collectible games, um, stuff like that. Uh, those are all going to be what we, we refer to as phase one projects. Uh, and then phase two projects, what we're going to do is we're going to be taking those types of games and developing them into a mobile app um, so that people can just download it on their phone and play it wherever. You know, and these are games going to be a little bit more input required from, from the users. So um, things like block building games and, and stuff like that, um, that you can choose to use Ethereum or Bitcoin or whatever for the uh, for the microtransactions, you know, as well as the traditional credit card, uh, Google Play or Google Pay, Apple Pay, all that kind of stuff. So we're going to try and integrate mobile app gaming with the blockchain and give people an option to use cryptocurrency for their gaming needs. So it's uh, so you're saying all your games are going to be mobile centric uh, uh, blockchain games. Correct. OK. All the phase two games. Um, the phase one games are going to be more uh, PC oriented, but mobile friendly as well. Um, and then the phase two are going to be more mobile centric um, <coughs> with the option to go ahead and play it online as well on a, on a browser. Okay. Got it. Got it. And then phase three is pretty far in the future, but what we want to do is, is we want to develop games actually that you can play on PlayStation or Xbox, you know, and also have, like a, a digital wallet inside that game to where you can send funds to to pay for your <laughs> microtransaction stuff or whatever. You know, like we're currently, we have a concept that we're working on now that you can actually bet on, right? So you can put up, you know, whatever, two bucks uh, to play, you know, and all that goes into a pot. And then the top five placers get, you know, the share of the pot. Obviously the winner's going to get more, <laughs> you know, second oh. place a little bit less. Little okay. Bit less. So you, you can... know, so it gives people a reason to to play these shooting games besides just having fun. But that's the key component. It's got to be fun too. That's pretty cool. Well, that's one of the things that I've always thought that gaming. I, I remember Yahoo used to do this like a long time ago, back in the day, where you could put up like twenty five cents or fifty cents and play somebody, and whoever would win would get a piece of that, or a large, a big piece of that pie. Uh, Yahoo always took like five cents from you. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But anyways, it was really fun, and and and. Uh, I liked I liked just trying to challenge myself, and it, it, it felt like it gave me like a little bit of a advantage versus like when I play like craps online or roulette online or any of the other ones where I'm playing a bot. Exactly. If it's if it's all skill based gaming, you know, like shooting games are and and like strategy games are, you know, then why not give people the chance to to put their money where their mouth is, you know? Um, and we also phase three games. We want to get them organized and maybe have like a, a yearly tournament that we host in various cities where people can come together and play, you know, have like a weekend of like a weekend long tournament or something, you know, but that's, 
again, that's that's all in the future. We're not at that point now. You know, we're we're still a new video game developing company. Most of our guys actually have other jobs. Like they have nine to five jobs. Got it. We do this on our office. Yeah, well, that's th- cool. That's why I wanted to talk to you because of how independent yeah. you guys were. Because we have a few questions that other I doubt any other developers would would actually speak about. So I and which I think you would be fine with. <laughs> do you guys have like um like date goals or are you just kind of like I guess because you're working when you can it's kind of like Daniel and I are also you know right now we all have jobs too we do we put in the effort on the Coinboys podcast uh when we can because you know we love this space and we want to grow with it so um I'm just curious if you guys have timelines or you're just kind of going with the flow and when you guys can get things done well so we have internal and external timelines <laughs> got um, it we set our internal timelines but we set those knowing that, you know, we're all full-time workers and most of us are parents too, you know. Um, so we have, you know, internal deadlines that we're trying to hit, but we never announce a launch until we actually have the product finished and ready. Um, just because life gets in the way, life happens, you know. Uh, so that way, if we need to push back an internal deadline, there's no one else outside of our company that was like, raring to play our game on you know i don't know december 25th yeah so you don't let anybody down exactly um so it's a little bit of both (laughs) good no it's definitely smart so so right now you guys are all basing your blockchains on the ethereum blockchain right now yes but we did talk to um a, a new blockchain developer that's developing a new blockchain um and some of those features we really really like and i think that they would be a perfect fit for gaming so, um, so we're still in the in the talks with them to see if maybe we could become one of, if not the first uh, game developer on their blockchain. Um, which is definitely awesome. So, and, and I know that you guys can, in the future, everybody can move their 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 applications and stuff to different blockchains as necessary. So yep. that's that's a great thing. So my question to you is, why did you guys choose Ethereum for now? Uh, because it was the fastest reliable network that we had at the time um, to start developing on. It's what we knew. Um, you know, it's certainly a whole lot faster than, than Bitcoin and Litecoin. Um, you know, so with that being said, Ethereum is not a perfect blockchain for game. You know, it just happens to be the best one that was available when we started this thing. And now we're kind of used to the Ethereum blockchain. You know, we've got the solidity coding down. So yeah. uh, it kind of helps with the not having to learn new languages. Um, but we will eventually have to migrate to a faster and cheaper blockchain network, or uh, blockchain, sorry, uh, to be able to do what we want to be able to do. Okay. So, th- I mean, that's really cool here. So, so you're saying that Ethereum right now is a... a- pricier to who to you guys as the developers or to us as the users uh as the users uh most most of the blockchains are going to have very very similar costs to develop on um some are a little bit more expensive than others but they're very very similar but more like uh you know gas fees um, got it okay right so some of the things that we want to do we've actually had to sideline because they're not they can theoretically work on the ethereum blockchain but the logic is going to get so convoluted so fast in the in the code that it is going to be very very quick 
and suddenly you're going to have to be paying $30 in gas for a transaction on the user. And oh, that's wow, just, that's just not that. acceptable for us because there's no way in hell I would play a game that it's going to cost me 30 bucks to make a move. And, and so these are the <laughs> questions know? that the other developers won't, because normally the, de the other developers that we're talking to are running on a completely different blockchain altogether. But since you are not creating your own blockchain, I felt it very curious as to why most people would go, would go with like Ethereum or, or any other blockchain. Um, and you said it's been since that way since you started. Of the other popular ones, uh, since since you've started, has anything besides the the new one that's completely um, that's completely all new that you're talking to? Have there been any other ones that you were kind of looking towards? Yes, actually, we've we've looked at EOS and we've looked at uh, GoChain. What were the what was your nose? Well, I mean, out of curiosity. Um, one more time. What was the reason why you said no to those two? Out of curiosity. EOS was a security issue. Um, there's is nothing that there's unsecure about most user things on EOS, but coming from a, a game design standpoint, there are some security issues, um, as was was explained to me by my programming team. Okay. Um, so we decided not to do that just just in case, because the last thing anyone wants, but especially a developer wants, is for you know, a, a breach. Like, no one wants that. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so that's so, that, that's extremely interesting. Thank you for... Uh, and the other one was what? Which one? GoChain. GoChain. Go it's also fairly new. Um, and we're we're still not necessarily a no on that. We just want to look into it a little bit more. Cool. Um, and we're, we're trying to see if it's going to rise up in value a little bit more. Uh, because it's kind of hard to, to quantify, like... So on the Ethereum network, you know, people know that one ETH is, you know, roughly 200 bucks right about now. But it's one ETH is, is a good little chunk of change, whereas right now one go uh, is not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, I know I would have been a little upset with myself if, for example, I've been I had been playing Ethereum games on the Ethereum network back when Ethereum was worth a nickel. Oh, I <laughs> you see. know, so and, and and lost out. You know, I lost four or five hundred Ethereum like it was nothing because back then it didn't matter. And then, you know, fast forward five years and well, that would have been a nice little chunk of change to have. But, uh, I see what you're saying. So you're just uh, and this is actually really nice to be for the customer <laughs> is that exactly. you don't want too many regrets in terms of how much you spend. Like I when I first started playing, um, playing poker online and that's how I got into Bitcoin, um, the amount that I spent. I'm crying right now. But the other half is, you know, I I felt good about it. I, I think that's something that we all kind of understand mm -hmm. in that we know the deflationary coins we're going to be spending a lot by comparison to the far future but if we don't use it then the economy is is dead so we're all for using it so i as a, as my advice to you guys don't let that freak you out too much but i understand like wanting to not not go crazy and or volatile uh, and get a crazy volatile one <laughs> exactly um <clears throat> but same thing could be said though uh, it could have easily gone the other way yes where you know, you, you you sold near the top of where it was, and today it's worth you know a hundredth of what it was back then. You know, who knows? I yeah. know I've been I've been burned on a lot of different coins. I'm sure most of us have. Yes. That, like, you know, um, and it is what it is. You buy what you can when you can. You you do your own little research and and looking for your own particular things that you like. You know, and you go from there. And it's it's a gamble. It's a risk. Um, you just make sure you want to do as much analysis as you can if you're doing any kind of serious investment. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so that that's 
the only reason we're hesitant on go chain right right now as of right now um, but it's not necessarily a no for us yet okay fair enough okay uh so is there uh i guess my last question and then i have a fun question after that is just so what what is your end goal for for this whole thing i know you have phases just what does the future hold for you guys where do you want to see yourself in five years so in five years we actually have a couple of different goals first and foremost we want to be developing big titles big productions you know for pc playstation and xbox that's where we want to be you know um like for example i would love to make um a souls like game that you can play on the blockchain because I, I fell in love with Dark Souls <laughs> over the past five years and, and I love everything about it. Um, I see. But more than that, uh, we want to build a community. You know, so one of the things that we're all about is education and, and trying to help people out and all this, that, and the other. And so to that end, we want to build a community where if somebody, you know, Joe down the block has an idea for a game, but he has no idea how to turn that idea in his mind into something that he could play well he could come to us and we could show him you know how to do it you know and to that end we actually already have we partnered up with um crypto zombies which is teaches you how to do solidity coding for free and you build your own little zombie battle game it's uh, it's kind of cool that is cool. yeah i had heard i had heard about that i kind of wanted to try it out um and we have we have a link to them right on our website you know so it's it's more than just video game is we want to build a community and educate people that maybe have an interest in this, but they don't know how to do it. Awesome. Um, I do have a few, a few quick questions as uh, really quickly, or not, I, I don't know how quick these are going to be, but um, I'm very, <laughs> very curious. Um, okay. What are some of the issues that you've been fi- like, uh, or cause you didn't come from game development, but you, you have other game developers and you, and you, I'm certain you hear around, you know, when you guys are getting together, uh, some complaints are there any are there any any issues in terms of like the difficulty for developing a game on a blockchain that you've heard from them or is it just kind of the same as making any other game do you think so one of the big 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 differences on blockchain gaming versus traditional gaming is the blockchain itself you know it has to interact with the chain and every, every chain has got different logic and different checks and different costs for using that particular chain. Uh, so that in itself is the biggest hurdle for video game development on the blockchain is, is the fact that it's on the blockchain. You know, for example, there's a couple of projects that we tried to do on Ethereum that we, we can, but we're not going to because it would end up being so expensive for the user to use. Um, and that's unacceptable to us. Um, so that's that's probably the biggest hurdle as far as blockchain gaming goes because of uh, the the major fees to access certain uh, correct to, to implement certain things as as it stands right now most blockchain games have to be fairly simple to keep the logic simple to keep the cost down for the user uh, now as time goes on and the technology increases so will the things that we can do as far as gaming goes on the blockchain um but as of right now, it's just not quite there yet. You know, okay. um, <laughs> I don't see a Call of Duty on the blockchain anytime soon. Although that would be wonderful. That would be really cool. <laughs> that would be really cool. But it, right now, um, probably not going to happen. <laughs> this, yeah. <laughs> um, 
well, and me... then you know, on top of that, there's the standard uh, developmental headaches, which um, I'm not going to get into a whole lot of detail, but just you know, things pop up. Uh, code is buggy. Yeah, you know, I, but I figured that would be whether or not that would be whether or not blockchain was was a part of it. I would assume, right? Yes. Yeah, that's uh, with or without the blockchain. You compile a list of code that looks all good to you, and you test it, and you find you know like 30 errors or something like that. So <laughs> there's gotcha. that um, <laughs> on top of the blockchain, but. That's that's probably about it. Yeah. And and would it be essentially the same re, uh, same thing for the users, or do you think that there are more difficulties for for users playing trying to play blockchain games than normal games? Well, so it is a little bit more difficult for users as well because there are certain things that they have to download and run. You know, for example, having a, a MetaMask or other DAP enabled uh, wallet to be able to access a lot of these DAP games. You know, that's just one more thing they have to do, whereas traditional gaming, they would just type in the website and boom, you're in. Yeah. You know, or they'd go pick up the game from the store and put it in their PlayStation and boom, they're in. But um, it's not a very big uh, hurdle. <laughs> it's it's pretty easy to overcome. Um, so I'd, I'd say it's fairly similar, just maybe a little bit more complicated on the user end for blockchain gaming than for standard gaming. Cool. I. Uh... This is like I, I actually uh, I like how you're kind of working towards this goal, and it's not so much like Daniel said you're not you aren't creating your own blockchain. You're relying on current existing blockchains to make your game. So that that those that was costs... one of the, that was one of the reasons that I felt this was a very intriguing because yeah. you know obviously you know we're we're here we're here to support content creators as you know as well as as bigger companies and, and you know try to talk with them as well but kind of creators for us are, are you know the bare bones to all this and it, it none of this will work unless we also participate in ourselves so you as an independent kind of creator uh it's it's interesting to me because you have different hurdles you have different you have different things that you have to deal with and i was very curious to what those were so thank you for that you're welcome yeah, so I wanted to do one fun question with you since you're a gamer. Uh, where we love gaming on our podcast, and whenever we have the chance, I'm gonna. This is gonna be the first time I'm asking it. I'm gonna continue to ask it. Uh, what was your biggest gaming moment you could remember? Whatever game it was, just just one moment in gaming history in your life that you can tell me about. Just one. Just one. Uh, just one. The just one. one. <laughs> the one. I know there was many. Most precious. I'm a gamer too. I have had many. Just give me one that you remember that really like made you feel good about being a gamer. Something you. Re it could be even a, go as far as like getting a certain game, like some gaming moment in your life. Oh man. Um, totally putting you on the spot. So recent history. Um, I'll just go with that. Um, okay. I mentioned earlier that I'm. I love Dark Souls. I love Dark Souls uh, too, as well. So, uh, beating Nameless King by myself, no phantoms, no no nothing, on uh, New Game Plus Four, was probably my like the most recent. Like, just when you get done, you just put the controller down and just just kind of absorb. You the take moment, your breath, you know, like one of those moments. Wow. Um, <laughs> that that was probably the most recent one. I don't know why that particular boss would give me so much trouble. He's not an easy boss by any means, but no. um, there are more difficult boss fights. But for some reason, that well, that just I had to I had to put I'd put the controller down for a minute, just kind of. Well, I think Dark Souls in general, just because of the game itself, makes you feel that way when you beat a boss. Because you die, you die, you die. You try again. You change your strategy. You die. You die. The game is meant for you to die, and. Yes. 
it's so hard to to and uh, like to not die and then when you don't die and you figured it out you, it took you so many times you're like so good at that boss fight and when you finally clear it there's there's that feeling of like excitement and i know as a dark souls fan i i like know exactly that feeling so you picked a correct moment because that game builds you up to make you freaking like feel that way when you triumph uh, a boss you know <laughs> so i think that's oh, a yeah. great example Look at me, I'm passionate because so I'm thinking of a moment. Wait, so you're saying it's harder than M. Bison in Street Fighter 2? You're saying it's harder I mean, than that? Dark Souls is a tough game on you. you got to have a lot of patience in Dark Souls. Oh, my gosh. Or else you won't survive. I will not survive. Am I wrong? Am I wrong, David? Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. You know, it's about dying. It's part of the mechanics. It's part it of is. the game, you know? And once you embrace that, that's when you begin to actually get good. Oh, um, man. That's, that begins your journey on the getting of good. Uh, I have rage quit, though. I will say that. <laughs> Many so I, I think any dark, any Souls gamer that says they haven't is, uh, is fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> you are 100% correct. Well, um, I just wanted to thank you for coming on the show. Uh, I think this is an awesome perspective we haven't had yet in the gaming crypto realm. Uh, I wanted you to just uh, anywhere we could find you to, so our audience can kind of research more about you guys and follow everything you're doing. Uh, the floor is yours to share. Sure. Uh, so we have our website, wardogsgaming.net. Uh, that's got all the information on our current games we have out, a little bit of the uh, upcoming teaser games, stuff like that. Uh, we have a Telegram group at Wardogs Gaming. We have uh, Discord as well, uh, which I... <laughs> It's War Dogs Gaming, but the way Discord invites work, I, I never remember what the hell that link is. Um, you can find me on YouTube at Crypto Jarhead, and you can find uh, we also have a, a company channel, War Dogs Gaming. Um, all of our company logo or all of our company channels will have our logo, which is a black background uh, and a dog wearing a crown uh, with War Dogs Gaming around it. <laughs> um, and we're all very, very open you know all of our every one of our team members is in all of our channels um and so we all have our preferred you know some of the guys like discord some guys like telegram some guys um rely on youtube comments and stuff like that but but one of us you know if you find one of our channels and, and ask a question you can just come talk to us you can come hang out um we'll we'll respond just we all have nine to five jobs and we're all busy with with developing games and stuff so it may not be right away but we will respond to to any and everybody that, that comes in there um Sweet. awesome dude and just kind of shoot the breeze or ask us questions or whatever we just love hearing from our family yeah and uh thanks again for uh coming on and dude we're gonna keep in touch so i could check out uh uh when you when you get close to releasing a game we can't wait to play it and then of course maybe we'll run into each other at a con so uh thanks again David. that would be great you know i am i am trying to uh Trying to move some stuff around so I can actually make the uh, WCC over at uh, Cincinnati in February. Yeah, I got to yeah, look into that one. That. I'm going to yeah. look into that one. Um, oh, also, we did just release another game uh, called Grave Runner. Oh, cool. We released that uh, six days ago, seven days ago. Yeah, I think what I'll do is I'll show uh, I'll show some uh, I'll send some links to your your games on the website right now for sure, so people could check them out okay. and play them. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you so, so much, much man. All right. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. No so that was uh, actually really interesting, informative. And I feel like he's someone different that we haven't had on the show because he's trying to develop something using other blockchains. And he's just like someone that got in the space. You know, he has no video game programming background. I like it. 
Yeah. I like it. We uh, And if you guys out there are pushing, are, are creating your own content, we definitely want to talk with you. Yes. Um, because, number one, you guys are going to be honest <laughs> with, with the BS that you put up with. Yeah. And, and, and you can see the true uh, bugs, the true things that we should be looking out for as also users in this space. Um, which is one of the cool things, like he said... Uh, he didn't use the OS because of the security issue. Yeah. So uh, I want to talk to him a little bit more about that, um, but he didn't know right off the bat, I'm assuming. so. But what's great is we'll keep the uh, the door open and figure out what's going on with them in future episodes and, and, and update you guys on War Dog Gaming. Uh, <laughs> your, your, Jersey your Jersey came out again. <laughs> Sorry. Love War, it. War Dog You got gaming. No, I think, I think you leave it. All right. But um, uh, uh, we just want to uh, thank any new fans that might have joined us. We are gaming centric. Uh, we also talk a lot about cryptocurrency. We have guests. We have influencers. We have a game called Shit Corner Pokemon that's fun. And uh, we're going to uh, re- be releasing more of those episodes. Yeah. Daniel, where can they find us? They can find us thecoinboys.com. We have an email, thecoinboys at thecoinboys.com. You can find us on Twitter at crypt. At Coinboys, you know what? Over Let the WCC, the at, crypto at thing it was so crazy meeting all these crypto people. Yes, there's a lot of crypto names. So, yeah, so I thought on, we were one of those. Too. <laughs> I'll, I'll take this, Daniel. Go for on it. On Twitter, it's Coinboys Podcast, and on Instagram, where we have a lot of fun. There's also clips from episodes on there. It's Coinboys Cast at Instagram. Uh, I'm Andy, producer BTW, or producer, by the way. And I'm Daniel Gutierrez at DGutierrez84. Thank you so much. See you next time. Peace.